<laughs> okay, so uh, welcome to the first podcast of the Men's Warehouse Fantasy Football League. Two uh, champs, plus I, I think the name we've... The most disrespectful <laughs> podcast you'll hear ever. <laughs> I think we've agreed on a two champs plus Sam for the name. <laughs> it's still um, up in the air, but that's what we're working with now. Um, so here it's uh, me, JR. Cheeto. And Sam. And so uh, this is uh, an idea that we've uh, talked about for a little while. I think it's it's been a little over a year since inception. Yeah, or <laughs> since thought, it was first mentioned. I guess. Um, the idea of it is to have, uh, I think, five episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one being the first one that's kind of outlined the draft and the way that it went to see uh, how each person did. Um, the focus is going to be... Um, more so on that and then as we progress through the season we'll, we'll hit on some other topics but the idea is just to have some fun with it to provide a little more context we know that you're getting your information you know on the internet or podcasts other podcasts or you know whatever you do to prepare for the draft or for the league but or not <laughs> <laughs> this is more focused on us specifically and just try to have some fun with it and if you have any sort of feedback or any ways we can improve uh, similar to the weekly write-up which I'm still going to try to do this here if there's anything you think would make this better or things we should omit, please let us know. I'm yep. open to it. Be as rude as possible and <laughs> take it into consideration. But only to Sam. Only to Sam. That's true. The angry ones go to Sam. <laughs> so the structure of this episode, though, is, um, again, we're going to we're gonna start off with a beer. I think that'll, that'll be fun. And I think we're going to start with Pirate Bomb from Prairie Artisan Ales. It is an imperial stout aged in rum barrels with coffee, cocoa nibs, vanilla beans, and chilies added. That sounds uh, good. 15%, so it's a strong one. Um, a spicy boy, Cheeto. <laughs> it's a spicy boy. And so the, the idea is we're going to have this beer, then also have Cheeto rate it on the Scoville scale of how spicy it is. Yeah. So this one actually has peppers in it? It actually <laughs> so, does. Yeah. So it might be more legitimately spicy than a hoppy beer. That I would think it's so. Still it's spicy. Spicy. Yeah. still spicy. It's actually it's spicy. spicy. Yes. All right, so here we go. Ooh, that's a good one. All right, so I'm pouring the first one. Oh, baby. syrup. Oh, it's too much. Oh. Uh, I think it's, yeah. We may have to split it. We got multiple beers here. the most beer. <laughs> <laughs> we know he'll we know. enjoy it. So. Right. He's got a problem. He's slamming beers fast. Sam, I told you this in confidence. I don't need this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all about the same, so. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Cheeto, how's it smell? I can actually smell the pepper in that. Spicy. Actually, this kind of smell. That's yeah, that bizarre. It's man. real peppers. So um, what we'll do is, you know, taste it a little bit now, and then uh, give some feedback towards the end, where we'll have you Dang, rate rate it. Got, okay, okay, <laughs> that's exciting. This that's is a good exciting. start, I guess. Um, so we'll, we'll roll into the next part. We're gonna actually we're gonna pull through some hats, some random names of uh, each team in the in the league. And go through some analysis, some feedbacks, some. How about a wacky name for this segment, Jared? <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll have to come up with that later. I'm not uh, sure what that is now. Oh, uh, teams from ahead from now on. Teams, teams from ahead from, from now. Yeah, for now. now. Similar to whose line? Don't take the analysis too seriously. <laughs> no. But um, yeah, we're going to go through each one to pull a name from my head, and we're going to give you the overview of it. The rules are we will not analyze our own team. Nope. And while our own teams are being analyzed, we won't say anything. We won't defend it because you guys won't be able to defend what we're about to say about, to say about y'all. So to be as fair as possible, I'll go first. Pick first name on the list. Jr. Ooh, nice. All right. With Jr. I'll sit back on this one. Sit back. So to start with my analysis of Jr. is we let him get off the hook again. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, uh, you know, going into it, we expected Jr. to do pretty well, and I thought he did just that. Um, we can definitely expect him to be in the top six, at least in my opinion, when it comes down to it. I think best pick for him, A.A. Ron, not the quarterback, uh, not the one he got off first, but I would say Aaron Jones was a fantastic pick for him. Aaron Jones at the end of the season last year, top 10 running back. Um, and now that Green Bay doesn't have McCarthy up there, uh, they have a new philosophy. Hopefully they give him the ball. <laughs> And he's able to do it because I think he was also top three, top four in broken tackles. Like the guy's elusive. The guy's a stud with the ball. So big fan of that pick. And Aaron Rodgers is still pretty good too. He's all right. Yeah, he's, he's cool. Um, I think his worst pick, Russell Wilson, not his fault. <laughs> that just really sucks. You had to spend $6 at the end of the draft when you didn't want to. Um, but either way, I, 
He'll find a trade for him, I'm sure. Either way, good. If, old, he, if anyone needs a quarterback, <laughs> he's still available. By week three, still available. advertising his team name. Yeah, so, Jr. has got two good uh, guys on Green Bay. You know, they got a uh, Matt Lafleur coming over. Everyone's expecting a big upgrade. I think it's certainly possible, but. That guy also uh, led Tennessee Titans last year with a kind of split yep. backfield that wasn't really the best. That's he right. had maybe kind of a similar problem, and at the end of the season, he might have learned his lesson when he let Derrick Henry get all these carries and start going off. It's easy when but, Derrick Henry actually plays, though. <laughs> that's true. I had Aaron Jones last year, who was awesome, and you know, if you just watch on TV, clearly better than Jamal Williams, but the coach kept splitting the backfield. So I think there's still a chance of that this year, but... Hopefully uh, they learn their lesson. I think the other possible hiccup could be, uh, I think I've heard some rumors that Matt LaFleur's offense doesn't give Aaron Rodgers you know, as much yeah, freedom much behind the line of scrimmage, yeah. so I have to see how well they work together. But I think it's still pretty Aaron safe Rodgers. to assume it, it should be better than last year, and you're yeah. gonna, if you have Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback, he's going to get some degree of control. So if I had to grade JRs, like on a standard grading scale, I'd have to give him a... We can't keep letting him get away with this because every year the guy says he doesn't like auction drafts and he comes out with a solid draft. They're the worst. I also really liked his uh, Vance McDonald pick. You know, they just had Antonio Brown leave. They had Jesse James, their other tight end, leave. A lot of uh, open targets. He looked good in kind of a limited sample last year, so I think he should be pretty solid. Yeah, Steelers are no good. (laughs) All right, now it's my turn to pick a team name. Next choice here is Kareem. All right, Kareem. Well, my opening thought on Kareem's team. Happy birthday, Kareem. Yeah, we're just going to rail your dress. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Hope your birthday was good because you're not going to have a good time when we do our analysis here. Oh, really? (laughs) Just kidding. Mostly I hate on Kareem for having three tight ends, period. Um, (laughs) Two garbage ones from the Cowboys. Um, You know, maybe Jason Witten does anything at all. I think I saw... The over-under, like, Vegas betting line for Witten was, like, 29 catches <laughs> on the season. So, probably not expecting big things out of Hammer him. the over on that. I, um, I respect the... Uh, the or you have to respect him. You yeah. have to respect him. I, I do like it. You know, he he got his guys. Because we the always give him crap. We always give him crap. Like, hey, you didn't pick any Cowboys. He's like, screw it. Picking all the Cowboys this year. So. Now he drafted every Cowboy. Yeah, pretty much. So I'm okay with it. And the service at the draft was oh. impeccable. It was like, great. He I didn't whine the whole time like some no. people. He just got up and did yeah, it. Yeah, like pass, you know, pass waiters. Yeah, I think just... he even offered when he got, you know, a beer for someone. Sam, are you good? Oh, wow. He did great. This guy deserves a tip. Back to his team. Back to his team. So I think he's got what I would call some, some risky picks here. And Todd Gurley and Zeke, I think if both of those guys pay off, he's got a great team. It's entirely possible neither of them do. Or maybe, you know, Zeke doesn't till later in the season. Knock on wood, that's my hope. Um, <laughs> Unbiased opinion. You know, kind of a, a risky draft, I'd say, but not bad outside of the multiple tight ends. What do you think, Joe? Are you agree with that? Yeah, so mine's my, going to be a little bit different. I What I'm going to focus on more is my favorite player on each team and, and my least favorite player. Uh, I think my favorite player on his team is um, Demarius Thomas. I think, obviously, I had him last year, so maybe I'm a little bit biased, but that dude is a monster, and he's going to continue to be one of the best receivers in the league. So I think, as far as, you know, best players go, I think he's going to be one of them. Obviously, he has a couple more there. Um, we'll see how Zeke turns out. Uh, but for me, again, it's Thomas. Uh, my Did least you pick favorite. Up Demarius Thomas? No, not Michael Thomas. Michael Did Thomas. I say Demarius? Oh, yeah, you said Demarius. Oh, my bad. Not no, him. Michael Thomas. No, he's on the Pats now. Um, but yeah, Michael Thomas, guy's a monster. He'll, I think he'll do really well. My least favorite is you touched on it, Jason Witten. Um, I think, <laughs> you know, again, respect the love for your team, but I, I just don't see him panning out. I you think like Jason Witten less than you like Blake Jarwin. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, I, I don't even think I saw that. <laughs> but regardless, I respect it. But also, I think as fantasy, as far as fantasy goes, it's not. Uh, I think committing to one team, especially if it's your. your the team you root for is especially if it's the Cowboys. It's on top of that, Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah. yeah. So for me, that's what it is. Outside of that, I think he has a fairly good team. Um, I think he has a couple of running backs that he can hit on and do well, and I think those things will kind of carry him a little bit. But yeah. that's my not too much to add. Um, very top heavy team. Yeah. His top five players are, you know, fantastic. 
assuming Zeke signs and assuming Gurley's knee doesn't, you know, grind to dust, um, <laughs> that alongside his receivers is going to be a potent top five. But if not, he's in he's in trouble. <laughs> yeah, he's in trouble. And I think agreed with everyone. His worst pick might be the entire Dallas tight end room. He should have maybe taken more time to steal a Pollard from Sam. But um, overall, we'll see it. This could he could be carried by those top five guys and oh, still sure. get uh, a good decent amount of wins. But yep, we'll we'll see how two of those situations go. All right. So after Kareem, we'll uh, we'll flip back and go to Sam since he picked himself and oh, Chino yeah. We'll go through that. Can't we? Can't say <laughs> nothing, Sam. So got to so, take it. <laughs> uh, you go ahead, Cheeto. All right. To borrow a uh, quote from Sam at the league. This team is either going to be fantastic or shit. <laughs> he has a a lot of injury-prone players on his team. He plays a lot of injury history. Uh, Devontae Freeman uh, being, I think, the biggest one. Hopefully he's over that. And on top of that, having Lamar Jackson and the rookie Raiders running back has an inherent risk on it, too. I'm a big fan of Lamar Jackson. You know that. I'm not sure if he's going to be the most... Like, just plug and play, forget about him going through the year. Um, I hope he is. I hope he does get those 50 rushing touchdowns, but we'll see. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I think best pick, picking up Pollard ahead of Kareem. I know we just mentioned that. That could be a really good stopgap at your running back position for, you know, the first half of the season or whenever Zeke does decide to sign. Um, Don't really think you have a, a worse pick or a place that, you know, I didn't agree with. Again, you're putting a lot of value into some people who could or could not be there for the entire season. And I think that's the weakest part of your team. So if I had to give an overall grade to yours, I would say Apple a day keeps the fantasy depression away because if you don't have the bubble wrap handy, it's going to be a tough season for you, dude. <laughs> so mine, again, going through uh, favorite player, least favorite player. A lot of these, I think, are going to fall on um, probably the first couple of picks that each each team had. So mine's Julio. I think, again, monster receiver. I'm not a huge fan of wide receivers and fantasy in general. I just personally think they're a little too unreliable, so I lean more towards running backs. But as far as receivers go, he's going to be top two, top three up there with, uh, I think, DeAndre. So love that pick. My least favorite, ironically, is kind of what Cheeto touched on is Pollard. I think Mm -hmm. it's a risk. And so it seems like that risk may not pay off the closer that it gets. So <laughs> it's a risk-heavy team, man. Yeah, risk-heavy team. So it, it's looking like they're close to a deal, and so that's why it's my least favorite. If they yeah, weren't close true. to a deal, that'd be. We know that. Yeah. So overall review, I think a potentially explosive wide receiver receiving core with Fuller. I think he's boom or bust, but when he's booming, he's he's rolling. At least that's what he showed last year. I think you're set at running back. Um, you have a lot of faith in Josh Jacobs. Uh, I think that could pay off if he continues to play how he has been in the preseason. Um, but there's a potential to be set at wide receiver and running back. Obviously, you got Kittle. I think overall it's a very, very good team. But again, jumping back on Cheeto, it's, it's a little bit of a uh, hit it's up and down, man. Yeah. It's up and down. <laughs> hey, I, I hope you do well, Sam. I hope I do well, too. <laughs> hope you get that but championship. I, I, I have you high up there. I think, I think you're going to be one of the top six, too. And so um, I think a lot of it relies on those players, though. And for all the listeners at home, I badly wanted to defend myself the entire time. <laughs> Resisted the urge. You know, I didn't even touch on Lamar Jackson, so you good. I'll stay away from that. Totally good. So the next team would be the trap god himself, uh, Sun. And I think for doing his first auction draft, I think his second overall fantasy draft period, on such short notice, I thought he did a really good job. He was great. I thought he did good. He stocked up on a lot of lottery tickets. Uh, Justin Jackson, um, Thompson, and French stars like... Tree Cohen and Ridley, who we can throw in there for a flex every now and then. I think he gave Steven a lot of options, a lot of uh, flexibility. especially it'll work out. Yeah. <laughs> especially knowing that how much work Sun put in compared to how much work Steven has put in. in the past. It, you know, it, it happens. I thought Sun did really well. I think uh, best pick for him, in my opinion, T.Y. Hilton. Yes, Andrew Luck retired the day before, but as Texans fans, we know T.Y. Hilton isn't bad. T.Y. Hilton's still the number one target. Oh, yeah. Still a really good receiver. And, I mean, Jacoby Brisket isn't the worst quarterback. It's not a huge drop-off, so I still think for the price Sun got him at, like you're still going to get a decent return from that. Uh, that pick, worst pick overall, probably Tevin Coleman. The entire San Fran 
backfield looks like a mess. We're not sure. <laughs> there's a lot of money into it, and there's really like one guy's hurt. Coleman's up and down. Uh, Brito, who's still there, like third down guy. He's still ahead. Wilson, Mostert, and all those other guys. So we're not sure how much he's going to get out of that, especially knowing that he wanted, really wanted Josh Jacobs. Mm-hmm. Didn't get him. Uh, but overall grade, sorry son. <laughs> overall Steven. grade, it's gonna work out. It's, it's gonna work out. It'll so work out. I don't think Steven's gonna be in a bad spot. Yeah. So I already probably talked with son the weekend of the draft about fantasy football more than I've talked with Steven about it in the past <laughs> five years. Um, but you know, similar to you, I thought a uh, good team. I thought you know they got Nick Chubb. I think is gonna be really good at least up until. Um, I still think it's gonna be good after that too. You know, when Kareem Hunt gets back. Yeah. But and then possibly forever. Um, so good choice there. I actually really thought a kind of undervalued pick was uh, Latavius Murray. I think if you take, you know, even a, sort of a Mark Ingram light role there, that's great value for five dollars. You know, at the very least, kind of a bye week fill in with a little bit more upside. A lot of upside should um, Alvin Kamara ever get hurt. So I thought a good draft overall, um, and had some really good receivers. So good looking team. Yeah. Um, same sentiment. I think he did. Uh, Steven is solid. I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that when Steven landed, he had a full chub. Whenever he <laughs> the team name fits. The, got off the plane. Team name fits for sure. Uh, my favorite player that he has, obviously, Nick Chubb. Uh, I think he's going to be a rock star for them. And, you know, coupling it with the way that Baker throws the ball around or can throw the ball around potentially, I think it, they're just going to have a field day uh, on the offensive side. My and Duke leaving maybe uh, opens some more receiving options for Nick Chubb. That's true. So yeah, for that. sure. That's true. Uh, as far as my least favorite player goes, I think. You know, once you hit the first three top tight ends, it just falls off a cliff. So for me, it's David Njoku. Uh, I think just as far as tight ends go, he's you know he's maybe on the second tier, but he's too inconsistent for me to really have him as a, as the starting tight end. So, yeah, a lot of mouths to feed in Cleveland on offense nowadays, which is yeah. sort of surprising. But yeah, <laughs> sort of so overall, I think he has a great receiving core, kind of down even down to his bench. Uh, I think he has solid running backs and quarterback and fairly complete team, uh, except for in, in Joku. I think he'll be searching a little bit middle of the season. So no, but Steve should be happy. Yeah, that was, that was overall, I think he has a very Steve solid team. That was real good. Yep. All right, so uh, next one up I got is Brian Winkler, the Ooh. supposedly inferior Winkler. Um, <laughs> Once upon a cheetah. So, uh, Brian, um, you know, uh, pretty good receivers looking at him. I think, you know, Brandon Cooks and Tyler Boyd should both be solid. I don't think either of them have, like, the super high upside, but probably both going to be pretty consistent and good uh, week to week. I thought some of his running backs were fairly risky. I actually think David Johnson will be – should be pretty good in uh, Arizona. I think they probably haven't shown a lot of their playbook preseason. Um, he's going to get some more receiving options. I think Cliff Kingsbury had like the third most passes to his running backs in college in his spread system. Um, the offensive line is going to remain garbage. <laughs> um, and so hopefully they don't run him up the middle over and over again like last year. But even like last year, he still finished pretty well. I think one of the things that might take away from David Johnson is Kyler Murray. Like some design runs, I think they're going to throw that in there, and that's going to take away some yardage from David I also Johnson. think, you know, these scrambling kind of quarterbacks probably throw to the running backs less because sure. instead of that, they you know, hot it. route, dump off, they just look to scramble. Right. Um, you know, obviously, kind of the the Chargers' backfield is going to depend a lot on Brian's season. I think, you know, he got Melvin Gordon for what looks like a pretty good value, but it looks like he's going to, as of today, hold out for a while. Um, he got Austin Eckler, I guess how you say yeah, it. Um, yeah, he's guy really solid. should be good, but I remember at the end of last year when I had Melvin Gordon, um, Eckler was supposed to be kind of the plug-and-play fill-in, and that's not how that worked out at all. Justin Jackson took a lot of the running downs. I think that might have been because uh, Eckler was hurt, but we'll have to see how that shakes out. I'm not certain if he's going to be kind of the fill-in bell cow or if he's going to kind of remain in his third down passing back situation. At the, at the, that's it. At the very least, he's a third down back. And I think when he was fully healthy, he was really, really effective. And my favorite picks from Brian were the fact that he did get the handcuffs where he needed. He had mm-hmm. a risk in Gordon, who if he comes back is great. If not, he's got Eckler. Eckler's going to get a lot of action down there. It's uh, L.A. And at the same time, it's, not, it's a reverse handcuff. Boyd was phenomenal, um, but he still has A.J. Green. So when A.J. Green comes back, uh, if he comes back healthy, like I, I think Brian's team could be a second half team just like it was last year. 
Don't think he'll go 0-6, but his team will definitely get better as the year goes on, saying uh, Gordon does sign. Mm-hmm. Uh, A.J. Green comes back. Uh, even with that, it's still extremely volatile. I can't really trust this team too much, uh, but I think later on this season we could see like a full picture of what Brian's team looks like. Mm-hmm. And it could I be think if you actually looked at the splits last year too, Tyler Boyd's stats were better with A.J. Green in the lineup, so they might yeah. both get better, and you could conceivably That's have two you good receivers have, out of that. Yeah, a wide receiver and a flex, like a flex option each week. So that kind of leads into my least favorite pick for him is A.J. Green. I do not trust A.J. Green whatsoever. I had him one year, I think it was two years ago, and I hated it. He just injury problems. Never <laughs> played. When he did, like he did yeah. very well, but he always had some sort of issue. And so for me, that's my least favorite player on his team. As far as favorite players go, uh, it's Brandon Cooks. I think an explosive receiver that's going to see a lot of uh, the ball out in L.A. Um, obviously, they have a good receiving core out there, so it's going to split up a little bit, but he's definitely one of the ones that is going to open the field up. So for me, that's my favorite player for him. Overall, solid wide receiver core, even down to, the again, his bench. If he picks with Duke Johnson and, and Gordon, like you said, looking to see, like or it's looking more and more like Gordon's not going to play like Chio touched on. And Duke Johnson, I think he's going to be splitting the carries quite a bit with um, Kareem Hunt. Or, no, <laughs> wrong team. With, uh, yeah, with Carlos Hyde. Yeah, so he, I think he'll be the quote-unquote feature back. He'll get a few more touches, but they're going to split it up enough where it's not going to be starting running back points. So yeah. other than that, he has Eckler. I think he's going to be a, a good backup. So mm-hmm. overall, very good team. I think he has the potential to do well. We'll just we'll see if he can sustain some of it with uh, some of those backups. That's true. I honestly looked through, and I didn't I, – I, I wasn't feeling great about my team. I looked through everyone, and I was like, I feel okay about it. Like – some people have some definite strengths and definite weaknesses. Some people are otherwise like pretty solid. Yeah, I don't see like a ton of parity at the start of the season. No, I think a, a lot of teams did really, really well. I think most teams are um, pretty well situated. I think there's a few that have some holes to, to fix, but overall, I think it's it's pretty close. It's going to be a tight year. Yeah. So next, uh, I pulled Cheeto's name, so <laughs> we're going to have him sit this one out, and uh, he's already laughing. So it's a good start. <clears throat> Um, so for me, be gentle, Jared. Come on now. <laughs> so for me, I think uh, Cheeto always does fairly well at the draft. I think it shows towards Man. the end of the year. <laughs> He's always in the mix. Uh, I think my favorite player for him is Christian McCaffrey. I don't think how I don't think there's any way that I couldn't pick him, even if I tried. He's he's going to be the guy that gets all the touches out there. He's he's great in the uh, receiving the ball. I think he's he's just going to be a stud. So. That one I don't think needs too much analysis just because we, we know what he can do. Uh, my least favorite player for him is, I think, Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, for me, again, that's, it's one of those receivers that is not really in that top tier. He can be potentially sometimes every so often throughout uh, the year, but most of the time he's in that second, maybe even third tier. So for me, that's my pick. I think everything else in his team, Stefan Diggs, Robert Woods again. Those are gonna those are gonna get their touches too and, and score some big touchdowns. Cam Newton, solid quarterback. Uh, Trey Burton, not huge on him, but I think he has the potential to, just depending on what uh, Mitch Trubisky can do. So overall, I think he has a very good team. The only thing that I think may have made his team better is probably getting the Ravens defense. Shut the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of that, I think uh, he has a very solid team. <laughs> so I also I thought Cheeto, you know, had one of the you know, kind of top running backs overall with McCaffrey. Um, expect him to remain pretty outstanding. Um, like both his receivers, pretty high floor kind of guys that shouldn't disappoint. Um, not as much of a threat to, you know, be like one of the top five kind of guys, but both should be pretty dependable every week. I didn't like, uh, like JR Alshon, I'm not a huge fan of, especially as they had more pass catchers in Philadelphia. Probably even less uh, upside for him. Um, Trey Burton as well. Trey Burton was my guy last year. I know he came over to the Matt Nagy offense, expected to kind of fill the Kelsey role. He didn't. <laughs> he he was not very consistent last year. You know, maybe kind of be a post-hype sleeper guy this year that it goes off well. But it's not like he he spent $2 on him. It's not like he sunk a lot of uh, cost in there. Mm-hmm. I really liked how Cheeto handled his receivers in the draft. You know, like around $25 both for some pretty good ones. So I think his team looks pretty solid. All right, next is... Next is my turn to pull out of the hat and 
did I get a good one? <laughs> we got our boy Roa here. Uh-oh. <laughs> yes. It's about to get real. Yeah, okay. <laughs> in all honesty, I thought Roa did much better than he's done in the past. It's not perfect. We get into why it's not perfect. Hopefully he understands why it's not perfect. But this is the first year, I think, going back where he has invested in running backs mm-hmm. and two really good running backs. Or at least I know Le'Veon Bell has his, yeah, you know, we'll see how he's on the Jets. But New offense, but we'll see. Yeah, new but offense. He shouldn't be every, bad. He shouldn't no. be bad, exactly. Going to, like I said, previous years of Rose Rose had no depth at running back, period. <laughs> um, so actually having some stability there where he doesn't have to worry about position, I think is a huge uh, huge improvement over uh, previous years. Depth is still going to be an issue, uh, though, because he's got to hope for big years from Lockett and Moore. Uh, he doesn't really have anyone behind them for flexes. But, I mean, on that note, I do think DJ Moore was my favorite pick because um, there's no more honey funches over there in Carolina. <laughs> and watching a lot of the Carolina games last year, obviously. For Cam, they do a really good job of getting their playmakers out in space. And when DJ Moore gets the ball in out in space, he does some really good things. Uh, so if they continue that trend from last year, that should be a, a solid option for him. His worst pick, you don't spend $20 <laughs> on Baker Mayfield. Like, I understand it was, it's not 50 You said it's not 50 I get it. But you maybe could have gotten him for 5 bucks. I don't think you would have had too much competition there. And it was just the way he did it. And and wasn't it right after Aaron Rodgers going for yeah. 19? <clears throat> you know, Rowett just kind of instantly bids. He said, there's my guy. 20 on me. <laughs> put 20 Ooh. bucks on. Like, I'm glad it's your guy. You could have gone for him, but you could have saved some more money. Hey, he put his nuts on the table. We'll see he how it works out. <laughs> <laughs> he did. As far as the grade, like, hey, I think he's, it's baby steps. Like, he's, he's getting better. Mm-hmm. He should be more competitive this year. I don't think he's the perpetual bye week that he's been in past years. Like, I, I think he'll... He'll enjoy fantasy a little bit more this time around. Yeah, I was looking at Roa's team, and I kind of did a strength and weakness for every team, and I think his might have actually been the hardest to find a weakness in. I didn't think he had quite the upside some other teams do, but his whole, you know, at least starting roster looked pretty strong overall to me. It's hard to find a, a glaring hole. Um, and I really like the Hunter Henry pick at one, what was it, about 10 bucks? Which he only bid on because he heard me talking. <laughs> he thought he was trolling me. I didn't even bid on him. Oh, dang it. And I think I Melvin Gordon holding out, you know, he had a, several passing uh, or receiving touchdowns last year. So I think maybe a few more of those go Hunter Henry's way, and he should be a pretty no, solid he's gonna do uh, middle tier yeah, tight end. He's gonna for be. sure. So for me, I think my favorite player at, out of his whole roster will probably be Le'Veon Bell. Again, new offense. We'll see what he does with it, but I think he's. Still in his prime, I think he has a lot of tread on the tires. I think he's gonna he's gonna show out for a new offense. Uh, my least favorite uh, pickup for him was Kiki QT. Uh, Kiki. He's injured. Uh, obviously, he's not the number one or number Go two. Go back to Dallas. May not even be. The, <laughs> may not even be the number three guy anymore in Houston now that they picked up Stills. So I think he may not even see the field. Last year he showed explosiveness with his speed, but I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a guy that's mostly sitting on his bench. So that's my least favorite pick overall. I think he had a very good draft, probably the best he's had yet. He's I, low I think, bar, but yeah, agreed. Yeah. I think he's he's fairly set at running back, set at tight end. He has a backup there too, um, and you know he spent twenty bucks on Baker, but if Baker fails, he has Brady to kind of carry it for him. Which Sam and I talked about a little bit earlier is not um, the best fantasy quarterback, but he's solid. And then if you stack that with Edelman, maybe you can double up on some yeah, points there. So I think he had a good strategy going in. And, you know, outside of Baker, I think he executed it fairly well. <laughs> Let's not go too far saying he had a strategy going in. But, no, he, had a, he definitely had a new philosophy. I yeah. liked it. Yeah. Good job, bro. Yep. All right, next up we got uh, V. Um, looking <laughs> oh. at V's team, I thought, I think maybe David, I think would probably have my best group of receivers. I thought V was a pretty close second. I think these two receivers look really good. Um, just I give her a knock for they're both uh, fairly a fair amount more risk than what David had. You know, mm-hmm. Antonio Brown at any week could not want to play because of his helmet or freezing his feet <laughs> or something else <laughs> equally stupid. Um, I think you know I if I had to bet, I would guess Odell Beckham does better in Brown and the Browns with uh, you know Baker throwing him some deep passes, but. Kind of hard to say. They got some more receiving options there. You don't know that Baker's the kind of quarterback that's going to just force feed uh, Odell. Uh, 
Really like Dalvin Cook. I know we've talked about that here amongst us. I think he's going to have a great year in kind of a Gary Kubiak system with a upgraded offensive line and a still strong defense. I think V's RB2 and depth is terrible. <laughs> she, I mean, she Right now she has Hines is like the backup yeah. running back and the Colts as her two. If that doesn't work out, her other option is Jalen Samuels. Who also Ooh. maybe you know not gonna really carry the load, um, but other than that you know really good um, receivers and of course I gotta say for maybe the worst value as much as I like to uh, troll Cheeto and give him a hard time <laughs> spending four dollars on your kicker uh, and Justin Tucker probably not the best use of uh, draft resources but I'm happy that. It maybe hurt your team and hurt Cheeto's feelings, so that happy. <laughs> the part that hurt my feelings was the fact that she did it. Like I called out during the draft, "You can't do this. I'm doing it. It's fine." <laughs> Just she's always been like willing to spend money on who she wants. Mm-hmm. Like Gurley last year was the first eighty dollars player we ever had in the auction draft. Still might have been a steal. Like she went out, she got her players. Ertz, she did that this year too. Mm-hmm. But I think she went too far this time around. She <laughs> painted herself into a corner. She spent. Over $150 on four players, over five nominations, and then her next couple picks were, you know, the handcuff to maybe Gurley, uh, the rookie, and then Justin Tucker, yet $15. Don't spend four of it when you still have four or five positions to fill. She's going into the season with one and a half running backs. That's what I think is, is a major issue, because back in... Like, back in the past couple seasons, we've mentioned V as, like, having an explosive ceiling. Like, her team could go off for 130, 140 points on our offense. This year, I just don't see that coming. I think her budgeting was a little little (laughs) suspect. Can't can't tell her how to spend her money, Chief. Yeah, sorry, Ray. Ray, Rip, rest in peace (laughs) with that man. But it was... Better planning could have been had on the budgeting portion of that. So I think I'll touch on a little bit of both what y'all talked about, too. Favorite player, I think it's Dalvin Cook. I think he's going to be a star, too. He's in the upper echelon of top running backs. And then that's about it on running backs, (laughs) which kind of falls back into my least favorite player, which is Daryl Henderson. I think if you're relying on Todd Gurley to get hurt for him to get any kind of playing time, that's kind of tough. I know he is a little bit injury prone, but I think it may not pay off in the end. So, And maybe even if you're not, I think they held Malcolm Brown out of all of their preseason games, which is kind of their starter treatment. So do we even know that Henderson is the guy? He may not. Uh, I, think, I, I think, think last year I think Malcolm Brown and they had John Kelly. No, Brown's been in the league for a while. Yeah. Okay. But they re-signed his franchise ten, or something like that. To something like that. Well, at the end of the day, his free agency. she didn't spend that much money on him, so I, I can't hate on her too much for it. But I think for me, as far as like her full roster that's probably one that I'm, I'm not a big fan of um, again only one reliable receiver at least in my view potentially explosive wide receiving core again you don't know what Antonio Brown's going to do but Obel but nobody Obel. knows yeah exactly nobody that's knows. that's fantasy uh, solid quarterback I think Big Ben is always reliable he's never like a top five I don't think but he's always going to get the ball around and move around too so I think last year he was I think three. he was close yeah, I think oh, he okay. but did, every year prior to that he was around the 12 range so again, getting older he's though. Be a QB one. Yeah. yeah. So he's he's definitely gonna be a starter and very reliable. Um, he's not gonna be a Mahomes, I don't think, but I think he's gonna be very solid. So. Yeah. Overall, oof. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how it turns out. Yeah, I think a lot of it is shown in the emoji that she uses for the team. I think <laughs> that's true. You know, she she does have some decent players in there, but also she understands uh, that there's some that may not be doing so well. So, so yeah. Uh, next up, I think we have, looks like Thomas. Thomas. So, Thomas, uh, I think he had a fairly good draft. I think there were some players, I, you know, for me, seeing Patrick Mahomes there, that's another one that I wish at times we had a keeper league. Uh, the other one, Travis <laughs> Kelsey, I wish we had a keeper league with just those two. Because well, listen, JR, we can't just keep the team from last year, right? <laughs> I wish we could. Uh, but So seeing him take those those two players, for sure, I think he's, um, he's going to do very well. But that kind of uh, falls off a little bit with I think his running backs. Um, I think for me, uh, my favorite player is, is Travis Kelsey. I think he's always the number one or number two tight end. Uh, he's always, especially with Mahomes throwing the ball around like he is now, and you know I think he's gonna he's gonna follow up the season that he had last year and do very well. So that's a solid pick for him. My least favorite player I think is Sammy Watkins. I think extremely unreliable. 
Um, I think he showed a lot of potential coming out of Clemson. And again, Clemson boy, so I can't hate on him yeah, too much for taking him. Boys, won't pick his Tigers. Yeah, but it's I think he's not a great receiver in this league anymore. And so I think that's one that you're either going to try and put in your flex or probably end up on your bench. So I thought uh, Thomas had you know pretty decent set of tight ends. I think Joe Mixon will probably be about what he was last year, which is kind of a low upside but solid uh, you know top end of the running back ones. Derrick Henry, I'm not really expecting big things from. I think it'll be more consistent than last year. He's not going to finish on his like epic terror like he did, but he's not going to get just the 100-yard rushes, 10 carries a game kind of performances anymore. Yeah. So he'll probably be you know somewhere in the middle. Um, I thought it was a mistake to bid $15 on your backup quarterback and Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Um, good value for Deshaun, I'd say, for anyone else, but if you already have Mahomes and then you're hoping to trade for someone, I think that kind of rarely works out for people. Um, otherwise, I thought his uh, kind of overall receivers were a bit lacking as well. But um, had the best tight end in Kelsey, um, kind of guy I was after, but uh, so I think has some strengths and weaknesses more than some other teams that are kind of just generally solid. I thought he did a, I thought he did a, I think we differ on opinion on some of these. QB, tight end, set. Don't worry about it. The receivers, I think Mike Williams is going to do better than previous years. The end of last year, I know there's still Keenan. Keenan's still in the uh, the equation, but Mike Williams... Hunter Henry's back. Hunter Henry's back. Mm-hmm. But uh, over the last half of the season, Mike Williams had a little bit of a coming out party. Um, I think he'll be reliable. As a number one, maybe not going to pull out those uh, number one numbers you want. Watkins agreed. Um... Man, he has opportunity, I guess, but we've fallen for this Watkins trap before. I think it's going to be hard to trust him. Um, his worst picks, Deshaun Watson, great guy, don't need to spend that much on a backup. And Derrick Henry, I'm calling it now, week one, it's going to be <laughs> 21 carries for about 47 yards and maybe a touchdown. It's going to be the classic like plotting running back sort of thing, because we saw Derrick Henry when he was given those characters. We saw him when he was a number one. It was terrible. It was <laughs> bad. It wasn't anything to be, like, I guess, happy about. And we think about him going off against Jacksonville last year. Jacksonville was a dumpster fire. And at that point, I feel like they had checked out. The defense was slow and uninspired. They were, what, last place in the division. They had nothing to play for. Yeah. I feel like that season they had checked in. So I think Derrick Henry is going to be a big letdown uh, there. Also, Ebron. Wasn't a fan of Ebron before when having luck. Now that he does have, or doesn't have luck, uh, I mean, he's already has a, I mean, he has Kelsey. Don't have to worry about him, but putting funds there is maybe questionable. So overall, good team. He should be all right. Should be all right. And I think, uh, you know, he still has to get a kicker in a defense, so he has to drop some of these players. Oh, that's so he, true. He, may, yeah, that's true. he may be able to... The old Joseph. <laughs> and Joseph is the other one. that I don't think he has a kicker yet. So they'll have to make some moves before the season starts to be able to play some, uh, the first couple of games. But, you know, I think he does have potential there with, you know, obviously stud players Mahomes and Kelsey, but that's going to carry the majority of this team, I think. So maybe if Kareem's not listening, he can drop his Zeke Elliott and pick up <laughs> one of his guys when Zeke does sign week one. <laughs> And speaking of Joseph, the superior Winkler, the fellow two-time <laughs> champion uh, of the league. Oh. <laughs> uh, he's the name I got out of the hat next. Uh, his team, I think, classic Joseph fashion, he went, he tried to load up on running backs late, and I thought he did a good job with running backs. He has he has a extremely deep stable. Like, <laughs> he has, what, one, two, three, four, like six running backs he can play at any time. I think my favorite out of those, I know you're going to hate me, Mark Ingram, I do think is going to be pretty good in the Ravens offense. He has looked explosive. He's looked fresh. Um, you think about the years he's played in New Orleans, he hasn't had to carry the ball you know, over 250 times. So it's like he's still on fresher legs despite being his age and giving our running offense, he's going to have holes to run. So I do like having Ingram there. But then again, like looking at his bench, he still has – Singletary, who could be the number one guy there in uh, Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Damian Williams, not the highest on. I think we had discussed before that you think Damian Williams is good just because of Kansas City, not because of Damian Williams. Um, but I think his best, he has him in a flex right now. Chris Carson, all stocks are going up on this guy. He's getting uh, Rashad Penny's being pushed aside. Carson is good receiving. He's getting a lot of carries. And looking at his stats from last year, 
he was very efficient with those carries. And for a team, the only team that finished ahead of Baltimore in rushing was Seattle. And Chris Carson's going to get a bunch of those. You would know so, that, Cheeto. Well, you know, <laughs> know the homework, at least on my team. Um, so I think overall, Joseph has a really good team. And I think that running back depth, again, is going to be a reason why we're all going to hate him near the end of the season. <laughs> and why we're going to get umpteen trades from him throughout the season as well. Yeah, but just like we touched on, though, he's, he still needs to pick up a kicker, so he has to drop He's going to drop two. Yeah. yeah, and so he has a ton of receivers to kind of, or excuse me, running backs to get rid of. Uh, so you can pick and choose. LaShawn McCoy getting picked up by Kansas City. I think it's going to be tough to figure out. Well, I guess Damian Williams would be the starter over if you're going to pick between the two over uh, LaShawn McCoy. But overall, I think my favorite player from him is Mike Evans. Obviously. Yeah, there you go. I need legend. Aggies. <laughs> Texan, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, again, big receiver. I think he hovers around you know the, the top ten for sure. Um, he's going to get a lot of love. Over there being one of the... Is he the only main receiver out they there? They got Godwin, too. Godwin, yeah, that's Godwin. Okay. Godwin, Braid. Uh, I think Mike Howard. Evans had 1,500 yards last year around mm-hmm. ballpark of Julio and the legend uh, George Mike Kittle. Evans, but <laughs> he's going to get his ball. He's going to get his Oh, ball. for sure. Evans is going to do well. And on the flip side, my least favorite, to me, I think Robbie Anderson, I just... Uh, you know, don't he, like the hair, man. The hair is, is great, but <laughs> I mean, he's already trying to trade him away. So we've, seen that, <laughs> we've seen that already. So for me, that's my least favorite player. I think just being a little inconsistent. He did show flashes last year. Still, don't kind of know um, their quarterback situation with the Jets. So I'm not sure how that's going to work out. He's still developing. Darnold is so a little unreliable. Uh, he does have a lot of running back depth, and he can make up for that. But <clears throat> I think you could kind of see it too at the draft. He was like, ah, I don't. I don't know. Love averages, man. You yeah. heard of it? <laughs> so uh, for me, I think he's gonna he's gonna make a, some waiver moves. I think he's already done that, already and done, so yeah. he's he's gonna hit the waiver wire like he always does and, and pick up some some good uh, players. So we'll see if he can work his dollar magic again. The one dollar general. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I disagree with Jr. a little bit on the Jets outlook. I actually, kind of think Sam Donald's probably gonna have a pretty good year. I think Robbie Anderson finished last year pretty strong. Um, I think his biggest concern right now, I think he got some sort of preseason injury, but if he uh, gets that right, I think they have a pretty good shot of being a solid connection. Okay. Um, I do like the Mike Evans. Um, my bigger concern with Joseph is I think, you know, he got a lot of guys that could go off, but he doesn't have a single guy that I'm real confident in. Sure. Um, you know, if two or three of these guys hit, um, then great. If not, he's going to be in trouble. The exception to that, I think, is Chris Carson. Who I think is going to be great. I'm pretty, uh, you know, I think David Montgomery and Mark Ingram will both be solid enough, but I think both have a shot of their workloads being eaten to a little too much to be, you know, a solid, you know, top running back. But I don't think any of those guys are going to bust. And I think that's sometimes the worst situation to be in is you don't have a guy that's just obviously a bad pick. You have guys doing just well enough, but then they're only putting up, you know, 90 point weeks or something and mm-hmm. can kind of get you in some trouble. Yeah. I think Carson and Evans can fit that, but I see what you're saying. They're not really like that upper echelon ceiling guys that you want to, uh, like, hey, each week I'm going to get 15 from Carson. Maybe, maybe, maybe not, but uh, we'll see how the season goes. All right, so the next name I pull out of the hat is the Dean himself. Dean. Deanster. So I actually, I like Dean's team a lot. I think Dean is going to make, you know, potentially some playoff noise this year. Um I think he has the best group of receivers in the league by a fair margin. Easily, He's got easily. Hopkins, you know, best real-life receiver in the league. Everyone agrees. <laughs> Dude's a stud. He's got Tyreek Hill, who I think was the number one last standard year. scoring number receiver one, last year. year. Kind of a boomer bust guy, less consistent. But when he goes off, he's going to win Oldie in some weeks. <laughs> um, got Cooper Cup as his flex. Uh, so I think he might have been like kind of a fringe wide receiver one last year before he got hurt yeah um was going off dude's good i like all the uh the rams uh receivers um he's got leonard Fournette as his top running back so that's it's fairly risky i think he's got a lot of potential if he manages to stay healthy and not you know fight people on the <laughs> sideline or it refuse happens, to take seeing pictures but otherwise uh i like jared goff a lot actually um you know, who cares how good a real life guy this is if he's got Sean McVay whispering in his ear during the regular season? That plus Cooper Cup to stack I think Cooper Cup back helps him out too. Yeah. That is a great um, stick. Absolutely great stick. 
my biggest question mark for David is the stack of the two Denver um, running backs because I don't think this is a situation where it's kind of a you know early season dart throw where one's going to take over. I think this could conceivably be they both split the backfield and neither one of them is good enough for fantasy purposes to really carry your team. Right. I think this was the first year, this or our seventh draft, the first year where David has been happy about his draft. <laughs> Going back to drafts, like I still remember when he took David Wilson, second overall pick, and then like, he hurt his neck, had to retire like by game two. Like that was just oh, classic peak, peak, peak David. So this is like the first time where he was excited. I, I like heard him talking to Lauren, like yeah, I feel like I did pretty good. good like, yeah. First time you can say that his receivers. Like, holy shnikes, man. Yeah. The number one last year and the number one from, I think, two, three years ago in Hopkins. They're both on his team, and you think, okay, he had the sacrifice somewhere. He's still able to get Fournette, who, if all the demons are gone and, you know, uh, Foles ends up giving a kickstart to that offense, you have a solid running back there. Yep. I agree with Sam. The, the running back situation in Denver, it's like you don't know. It's not like a starter in a, in a handcuff. It is a maybe he's okay, we'll see. And then a maybe if the other guy's not okay, we'll see about him. So he's probably going to have to play the guessing game the uh, first couple weeks until one of them establishes their role there. Uh, but other than that, his team's great. Like Cup, I think, is my favorite player off his team. Uh, Cup was on pace for double-digit touchdowns last year before he got hurt. Like uh-huh. He was the number one guy. He had just as many like red zone looks as like well not maybe not as girly but the second guy beneath girly was cooper cup oh they crushed me when he was out did they have a lot of yeah. red zone looks they were cheating on like mm-hmm. the number two offense or something yes yeah yes they did yeah i was, I was about to say yeah, plenty but i'm saying like you would think was it woods no was it cooks no it was cooper cup obviously has a really good deep rapport with uh goff who by the way is his quarterback like, I've looked up and down his team several times because I play him week one. Don't get it twisted. You're still losing, Dean. You're still losing. But his team is, I think he had the best draft overall. Dean Kuntz is I, okay. If I say that. He's, he's all right. He's all right. I'll give him that much. But this was a phenomenal draft, I think, from top to bottom for Dean. I, I think for me, he he's probably the team that worries me the most. Um, I think he has a very... What a time w- to be alive. Well, we say that. <laughs> a very well-balanced team. Just scary at receiver. Um, yeah. You know, I think, like I mentioned before, the stack with Jared Goff is going to be... He's just going to double dip every week, essentially, with them two. He could have two of the top 15 running backs, potentially. You know, Philip Lindsay had a very good year last year. Before he got hurt. Yeah, Yeah, before he got uh, hurt. The first undrafted Pro Bowl rookie ever, I think. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy that's even the option that he might lose some of his workload. But sure, they drafted Royce Freeman in the third round and may use him but it, it's kind of just a funny situation yeah well I mean we'll see how he does I mean he has the potential to be very good I think he was very good last year for Brian I think had him Leonard Fournette when he played for me last year he did very well so if they have the potential to do that we'll see if that comes to fruition that's the only thing that's kind of dicey uh outside Where do you think David would rank uh Joe Flacco on the elite <laughs> <laughs> the elite meter I think pretty high, high actually. Yeah, pretty I, high. I Based on his so. reaction at Buffalo Wild Wings, pretty high. And yeah. David's been singing Joe's praises for <laughs> a couple of years now. I think so. And then with the altitude, I think that's just the ball's just going to the ball's going to go flying. Yeah, yeah. That cannon arm. He's, He's going to be, be great, David. I promise. Stadium. Treat him well. So for me, uh, my least favorite player on his team, I think, is Doug Martin. I think he's well past his prime. I think he's probably one of those players that I mentioned with some other teams, or fantasy teams, that. We, this guy may sit on the bench. I know he's on IR right now, but I think, I think David has him in his IR slot just in case he went to a team like the Texans, so I don't expect <laughs> that to last a lot longer. Yeah, so for me, again, value-wise, I'm, I'm not focusing mostly on that. I think it's just players overall on the team, and that's probably my least favorite one. Agreed. I can see that. So last but not least, we have Loli. Um, so for me... I Those think- random draw Loli. <laughs> <laughs> we tried to force Sam to, to pull it, but it, it didn't work out. He avoided so, it, man. He yeah, avoided he, it. he did a good job. Uh, <laughs> for me, I think she has a very solid team. I think uh, my favorite player on her team, without question, is Alvin Kamara. Mm-hmm. He's going he's gonna to pull put up a ton of points. He Top five receiver, easy. Maybe top three. Maybe top two. I, I'm hoping Saquon does very well. So I'm hoping <laughs> he's only number two. Uh, so that's my favorite player. My least favorite player, I think, is, uh, let me see here, Deion Lewis. You know, he may get some touches because of Derrick Henry, 
but I don't think he's going to be a stud. Obviously, he's on her bench and hopefully doesn't see that much uh, playing time in her um, her starting roster. But that's my least favorite player on her team. Um, I'm not a big fan of the, the Tennessee backfield just in general. So um, I think, ironically, it compares pretty well with Sam. I think she did very well. She has a star receiver. I think she has a star running back. I think uh, other players that have very high potential, very solid bench, if those don't pan out. So I think she has a very good team. I agree with that. I really like Lowe's approach this year. Last year, of course, she had the Le'Veon Bell disaster. Debacle. So yeah. this year she's like, I am not touching anything that has risk with a stick. Yep. <laughs> she didn't bid anything on Gordon, uh, Melvin Gordon, Zeke, or Gurley. Didn't even put her name in the hat. And when Kamara came up, she said, nope, That's my I'm name. picking Kamara. <laughs> There's nothing you can do about it. Same thing with Devontae Adams. I'm, I'm picking this person. You cannot take this away from me. Yep. So I think... Like, she came in this year saying, I'm going to get what's mine, and it's going to be safe. So I really like that. Like, there's still some risk. Um, Miles Sanders should be that, like, good RB2. I'm assuming he does fit that role. The only issue is when. Will that be week one? Will that be week four? So on and so forth. Because mm-hmm. she might be stuck with one and a half running backs for a little bit of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it will come through for her in the end. The worst pick, i say, similar to David, the stack of receivers for a Detroit I don't think Galladay or Jones are bad players. They both had really high highs last year, but you're going to play the guessing game because I don't think you can play both uh, and be okay with that. You're going to have to pick one or the other, and that's going to be it's a be headache. Tough. That's going to be a headache from yeah. week to week. Um, but overall, like better safe than sorry. I thought she she nailed it, and if she works the waiver wire like she did last year. Again, she had four straight weeks of <laughs> twenty point waiver wire pickups. Stupid. Yeah, which was just absolutely. Dumb. Like, if she gets that and pairs it with a draft, she could beat Sam this year. I could definitely see that easily. Okay, well, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but I did like Lowe's approach. This is actually kind of the thought I had in my head of kind of get a stud at every position, or at least the I'll consider the main two positions of running back mm-hmm. and a wide receiver, and she got Kamara and Devontae Adams, who should both finish top three at the yeah. season. You know, I'm pretty confident in both of those. Um I think, like Cheeto said, this is the team that's set up where if you can manage the waivers pretty well, um, you're going to be in a great position to where you have kind of some bona fide guys that should be there all season long and maybe make up uh, for that while in the waivers. That does lead me to Miles Sanders. I'm not a believer in the Philadelphia backfield, regardless of your talent. Um, he just seemed, It seems like that's the coaching staff that really wants to use a committee backfield. Um, they have Jordan Howard there. They have Darren Sproles. They have, you know, maybe someone else. I think it's just going to be hard to get a lot of value out of that. Um, Philip Rivers should be a solid, pretty high-floor guy, but I think he's pretty consistently around, like, the back end of the top quarterback. So certainly won't come back to bite you, but probably not going to put up a lot of game-winning weeks. But yeah. I think she has a good team. Mm-hmm. And I really like the O.J. Howard pick at tight end. I think it was $10 for her. I think I had him kind of as my main guy outside of the kind of the top three group of tight ends. Um, they lost two uh, pass catchers outside at a in Tampa Bay. They bring in Bruce Arians. Uh, O.J. Howard's kind of a field stretcher, deep threat guy who I think might be a really good fit there. So he might be pretty solid once again. Like Lily's team. There you go. If you're listening, Lily, <laughs> I, I said it. That's the right answer. Good. Yeah. We're just making sure you said that at least best, once. Best team in the league. <laughs> All right, slow down there. Slow down. <laughs> you should marry this guy a little bit. Right. <laughs> he seems like a steal. He seems like a steal. So that wraps up the, uh, I guess, analysis of everyone's team and, and the draft and kind of how they did and just, just some of our thoughts. Again, not to be taken too seriously, just looking at the teams and seeing how everyone did and just, again, having some fun with it and adding some context outside of Cheetos right up every week and um, I think we're just going to keep having fun with it so mm-hmm. that's that um, the next part that we're going to do is we're going to go around the table and each pick one team that we think is going to make the playoffs so the top six and then we're each going to pick one and we can't pick ourselves we can't nope, pick sorry, repeats <laughs> so um, we'll go ahead and start off with Cheeto on, on that first one okay so with my first pick I did say I thought he had the best draft overall so I feel like I have to put him in the top six. The commish, he will lose week one, but I think after that he's going to go on a tear. Um, so my first pick for playoffs is David Kunze. David. And, and so just to recap really quick, it's, it's not in any kind of order. These just the top six, and it's going to be sort of rapid fire. So 
Well, uh, mm -hmm. So David, number one. Number two? Um, my pick would be JR. He's sitting here, so it'd be awkward to say otherwise. Um, <laughs> I think he's got a lot of good choices. I think where I had his uh, maybe weakest position at the flex with Peyton Barber as it is right now, probably the easiest thing to uh, fix as you go through the season. Um, he's won twice already, so you know he doesn't have a life, and he's going to try hard <laughs> to win this, so feeling good about his chances. All right. Uh, number three, I'll go with Cheeto. Yes. Uh, Cheeto, I think yeah, he has a very solid team. I think uh, has a history of watching the waiver wire and being able to. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't have a life either, like me. So yeah, I think he's <laughs> going to have do. a wife. So that's, that's probably the main thing. <laughs> so I think he's going to do very well. Cool. Next, next one, going off of the uh, the past successes, Joseph. I think dangerous as always. I, I did like his draft. Um, so I think he'll use that with his waiver wire prowess too. He'll be there. He'll be at the end. All right. All right. So here I'm going to throw in there. Um, I like Roa to make the playoffs. I, I'm not sure about Roa. That's spicy. With a strong take to win it all. Okay. I think he's okay. got a well-rounded team. I think he's going to be in there. Um, I like it a lot. I think I'm rooting for you, Roa. Okay. Okay. And last but not least, I think the top six. I'll go ahead and put Sam in there. I think uh, he has a very well-balanced team. I think he has a potential, and hopefully if they stay uh, healthy, he'll be able to make it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I guess the recap, the top six, or the six we picked, or the three at the stable, Sam, myself, JR. Bias. On top of that, <laughs> exactly, right? On top of that, we put Joseph, we put Rolo, who, man, that's, that's ballsy, and we put David. All so right. I think for the next part, we're going to each pick a dark horse of the last six that we did not pick or didn't have an opportunity to give uh, what we thought on them. Sam, go ahead. I'll give you I'll give you a shot at your dark horse. I feel like yours should be easy. All right. Yeah, Lowly, they're looking at me <laughs> like they expect me not to, but it was going to be you anyway. I really liked uh, Lowly's kind of a studs and duds approach, I call it, and then if she manages to um, work the waiver wire, I'd say especially like the first half of last season where she was picking, you know, the top guy every single time, mm -hmm. um, she got a really good chance to be in there. All right, and my uh, dark horse this year, I think, will be Brian. I think he has a very solid team. I think uh, I think he's going to do well. He normally does, or at least keeps his eye on the waiver wire. Um, again, much like Sam and Loli, it you know kind of depends on how the health of each player is. But I think overall, that's fantasy. I uh, I believe in Brian. So he's not like me at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess the last dark horse, the one I'll pick, is the dude I do not want to play week thirteen, needing a playoffs or win for a playoff spot. <laughs> Steven, I think it will all work out. It always does. I thought Sunday did a really good job. And I think, I'll, do I play in week 13? I probably do play in week uh -oh. 12 or 13. It's not going to be fun. I'll put Steven as the last dark horse guy you got to pay attention to. <laughs> all right. So that's a wrap-up of everyone. Um, I think what we'll do next before we kind of cut things off is do go jump back to the beer that we had and uh, have Cheeto rate the beer on the Skullville scale. So what do you think of this beer? Go, going back to it really okay, quick. What's the name of it? It is uh, Perry Artisan Ale's Pirate Bomb, uh, Imperial Stout Asian Rum Barrels with coffee, coconut, vanilla, and chilies. Well, I will say over the past couple weeks, you've got me on the, I guess, the stout train. Oh, and the yeah. fact that that actually has peppers listed, it, it tastes kind of spicy. I'd have to give that like a 200,000... <laughs> On the Scoville, so it's like something that's pretty like, high, right? No, not necessarily. It's one that like, hey, it caught my tongue. Like, there it is. <laughs> like, but it's not over, not overbearing. It's yeah. actually pretty good. All right, I'm so listeners, two hundred thousand is not that high a score. Okay, so we're gonna. Well, keep if that you ask Roa, like that's huge. Well, pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, hot enough with the Thai pepper, the yeah. two hundred thousand. So, that, I mean... Not for, a beer for Roa, I'll say that. Oh, Roa definitely not, no. But for me, I think you, you taste the pepper and it's there. It lets you know that it's there. But it's not overbearing, not undrinkable. It's it's just a nice little touch. So That's quite good. For me, if I'm rating it on like a scale of five, um, I'd give it a, a 4.5. I think it's a very good beer. That's delicious. Yeah. I'm around the same scenario there. That's, that's a good rating. Very solid. All right, so that wraps it up for the uh, two champs plus Sam. I, I don't know if the name will stick, but it's no, fun it's so far. It's, <laughs> it's not going to stick until proven long. otherwise. That's going to be the name. <laughs> so again, uh, hopefully no one um, you know took this too hard. I think we're just having fun and analyzing our draft and uh, our fantasy league. Um, you know, again, any feedback that you have, let us know. We'll implement it. You know, if it was too long, let us know. If you know, we yeah. want us to cover other stuff, that's cool too. Yeah, we got some ideas. Maybe bringing some of y'all on to, I guess, the Bass Drop booth. Can we call it that? Like bring call some it the people Bass Drop booth. Yeah, bring some people in. 
y'all can have fun with it too. Guest segments. Yeah, sure. Yeah, anything y'all have, we're open to it. Oh yeah. I promise on the next episode we'll be nicer to your team and meaner to everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, I think that's it. We're gonna go ahead and wrap it up. So, yes, good luck to everyone uh, in the season, and uh, we'll see y'all next time. Dean, you're going down. Hey.